King, you have summoned me. What is it? Take this here vibranium to the Brother Miles as a gift from the people of Wakanda. Go and bring him the vibranium mic. He will use it wisely. Who are you? You don't know. Don't tell me Negro. That's absolutely nothing. What did you do before you were named a Negro? And where were you? And what did you have there? Ask Professor Maurice Miles Martinez, MC Brother Miles, and he'll tell you like it really is. You can shackle the hands of black people. You can jail the bodies of black people. But you cannot shackle or jail the minds of black people. Rise up, black man, black woman, and reach to go back to Africa. My father was a Garveyite. Thus, Marcus Garvey can be thought of as my grandfather. But when you say, I've read in... Dr. Ben's book, or I've read in Dr. Ivan Van Sertima's book, or I've read in Professor Maurice Miles Martinez's book, they say, don't speak that information in here. Brothers and sisters, speak your truth to the world. Brother Miles, the black man's truth is here. The Real Wakandas of Africa podcast. History is a clock that people use to tell their political, economic, and cultural time of day. Brother Miles, the relationship of history to the people is the same as the relationship of a mother to her child. Free at last and proud to be black. One day, Miles will be free at last. Welcome to the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast, the place where black history, hip-hop, and spoken word come together. I'm your host, Maurice Miles Martinez, also known as MC Brother Miles. At the end of each podcast, we have an original spoken word poetry or hip-hop track by myself. Today, I will have two, one from a previous podcast and a new one. Last week in Season 1, Episode 42 of this podcast, we dealt with the 1619 Project and if it was a lie. But there's another date that we should be focusing upon when it comes to black people, to African people, and our interaction with Americas. We should be advocating for another pre-colonial date for the arrival of Africans in the Americas. And there's some really old evidence which predates any European people being on the planet in Allendale, South Carolina. Archaeologists have reported that a man-made fire was made there about 50,000 years ago. There was no land bridge from Asia at the time, and the only people on the planet at the time were Africans and Asians. So most likely, because it's on the east coast of the United States, it was founded by Africans. But this is not considered to be conclusive evidence of Africans' presence here in the Americas. There's other evidence before Christ of Africans in America like large omic stone heads and these are colossal heads with african features however even though they have braided hair african features and are wearing nubian warrior helmets historians will say that this is circumstantial evidence so historians typically need to have a written document saying something like africans traveled across the atlantic ocean at this time in this year before columbus and they need something that says Also, I was the first European here in the Americas, and I saw black people here. If you have that, then you have evidence for historians showing that black people were here in America before Christopher Columbus. The best date is the one that we can actually present the most solid evidence, and that's the departure of Abu Bakari II. And as a sidebar, there's some questions about Mali's lineage that have been raised recently, but we know from the written record 
recorded by Mansa Musa during his pilgrimage to Egypt that his predecessor sent two voyages across the Atlantic Ocean, which was called the Ethiopian Ocean at the time. His predecessor was likely Mansa Abu Bakari II, who sailed with two fleets of ships, one of 400 ships and one of 2,400 ships. And there was a written record that historians must accept of this recorded in Egypt in 1324 by al when Mansa Musa told the Egyptians about the two trips that his predecessor took across the Atlantic Ocean. So al document is the document that we can refer to as the written record, which is considered to be evidence or even quote-unquote proof enough of Africans leaving and departing the African continent before Christopher Columbus. The arrival of his voyages in the Americas likely took place in 1311 and 1312 AD. Now 1312 is the year that corresponds with the Aztec or Mexican Messiah, which was called Quetzalcoatl. They believed that every 52 years a cycle took place and there was a chance that their Messiah could appear. Hernando Cortes was mistaken as the Messiah in 1519 AD, so if you subtract six 52-year cycles from 1519 AD, you get the year 1312 AD. And this is said to be the date of the arrival of Abu Bakari II. So it's likely that Abu Bakari II was viewed as the Mexican Messiah, as Quetzalcoatl. But his departure could have been as early as sometime in 1311. Now we have a written record from Columbus's grandson saying that he saw black people in the Americas and also written records from the Spanish saying they wanted to investigate ships of goods that were sailing from the coast of West Africa toward the Americas, they assume. There are also archaeological digs with carbon dates around the time of Abu Bakari II found in the U.S. Virgin Islands. Because of the other evidence, like Omic stone heads, we could easily pick an even earlier date for Africans arriving in Americas. However, 1311 and 1312 are very concrete years. While you can debate and argue about some of this evidence, you can't really argue that Alomari's written record doesn't exist. You can't say that there is no written record of Africans coming, or you can't continue to say things like, well, Africans could have traveled to the Americas, but there's no written record of it because now we have it in Alomari's document. That should be quoted in every American history textbook. And then you can't say that Africans didn't arrive here when we have Christopher Columbus's grandson reporting that. Just report that he actually said people arrived here. So if you just report these documents, that of Alomari and Columbus's grandson, then you can let people decide if they think Africans arrived here instead of ignoring the issue altogether. So they taught you in school a little rhyme about Christopher Columbus. And it went something like, Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean blue in the year 1492. Well, I have a couple that I've come up with so you won't forget Abu Bakari II. Abu Bakari II's ships sailed from heaven in the year 1311. Abu Bakari II was propelled across Atlantic swells in the year 1312. So teach these to your children so that they know them. I think the year that we should be emphasizing when it comes to Africans first coming to the Americas should be either 1311 or 1312. We should be emphasizing Mansa Abu Bakari II's voyages instead of 1619 AD when we arrived on a slave ship. And I'm completely comfortable with 1312 AD as actually being the year, which is typically the one that is used to honor Abu Bakari II's arrival in the Americas. And we should use these earlier dates because this demonstrates the impact of Africans on pre-colonial 
America. It demonstrates that Africans were more than just slaves in the Middle Passage. Now, I usually conclude every podcast with one spoken word poetry or hip-hop track. Today, as I mentioned earlier, I have one original poem, and I also have one from a previous podcast that I did on Abu Bakari II, which was Season 1, Episode 5 of this podcast. Definitely check that out, Season 1, Episode 5 of this podcast, for more information on Abu Bakari II and Africans traveling to the Americas before Christopher Columbus. As I conclude the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast, please enjoy this poem and track. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is 1619 the first time black people came to this hemisphere? Impaired from the Middle Passage, impaired from slavery's ships, impaired from this gangster European hit. What about the people for a century since the 1520s that were being beaten whipped? in the Caribbean and Latin America and Florida across their back, face, and hips. But is it sometime in the 1520s, like 1523? The answer? Was this the start of Black America? If I told you that all you ever did was ride cramped, chained, and discombobulated on a slave ship? Did I just remove your history of what you might have did or what you might have done? Have the fathers, mothers, daughters, and sons of African kingdoms traveled on multi-ton African ships at least 181 years before Columbus licked his genocidal lips? Abu Bakari II commissioned Two trips of 2,400 ships. 2,400 ships before European slavery. That's more than all of the ships at the time of Abu Bakari II than were in the Russian and Chinese navies. And during World War II, the 900 ships in the British Navy. The Empire of Mali should be praised with roaring applause thunder. And the written record of these ships which exist needs to be in every American history book. Just stop telling lies to our children 
making blunder after blunder. And this new year that we should replace 1619 with is either 1311 or 1312. So say to your children as you tell, Abu Bakari II's ships sailed from heaven in the year 1311. Or Abu Bakari II was propelled across Atlantic swells in the year 1312. Abu Bakari II, I sit on my throne, King Amali, African scholars come before me, in 1309-1310, arguing with the pen, 183 years before Columbus sailed with his friends, that the earth was round like the Lord, scientifically understanding from the law that if Shores of Africa sailed across the sea for sure to reach America on a world tour. Scientifically, my scientists started serious B, serious C, I'm serious G. Dogon the Mali had Emotep's key three or four centuries before my travels across the sea. And even in the year 1933, anthropology was mesmerized by the Dogon's knowledge of the sky. Scientifically, mathematically derived from astronomy, I understand that the earth is round me. Only question to my size is what size my boats be. Some say small ones will sink into the sea. Others say if you make it too big, you won't be safe. Big ships will break across the waves. So I said, skip it. Let's make both grades, not three ships be. Skipping into the picture and the Santa Marie. I'm building 200 to carry my peeps. So my boat builders with the stars they meet. Invoking names of ancestors and pyramid building teams with African moms and priests. Guess what? My crew got to eat cheap. So I build 200 more ships packed with the year of meat, wheat, and water for my peeps. Go to give us gifts with Native Americans. We meet blankets and cheats to keep them in preserved body heat. 2,400 ships sailed across the Atlantic 700 years ago, packed with golden gifts, two-wheel chariot whips, and oxen to pull them with medical supplies and eye surgery kits. I'm waiting and waiting, drum beats move my feet on raised lighted streets. My nation got millions of peeps, dentists to fix teeth, universities where teachers teach. Come and seek the ancient feet. No thieves, no calling cats. Some crime, no drugs, no thugs And fire molly was filled with love You could lose your wife's sight So in the corner, mug, shrug, shrug, ugh Back to the crib, give her a hug Pass her by the corner After a month and you would bug Pick up the same ice, cheesing out on the mug Skip molly, drug, thug This was Molly's love, bruh It was like you was in the sun In the seventh heaven above A Rubicari, stiggity, sitting diggity down On my piggity pair of Few weeks go by Here comes a sailor greeting with an African pound of hogs He tells me a story with a shrug, he was last in line with his ship The other 399 got taken with a whip real quick Across the Atlantic, so he turned around Flipped the script, bit his lip, came back To tell me what happened, kid, to this I had me starts Place a hand on my chin and cross My arms underneath my armpits, from beats still hit From my mug of tea, I take another sip I was given the gift, so I used the gift to uplift Next time, I'm going on a trip with 2,000 more ships 2,400 ships sailed across the Atlantic 700 years ago, packed with golden gifts Two 
wheeled chariot whips and oxen to pull them with medical supplies and eye surgery kits. Ships sail across the maze of waves. Gage the story of the sages. My ship's compass, astral lay, paves the way nightly. I disinvade astronomically. Chargers and save. Next day, I page my ship's barber for a fade. Chefs cook up the rages. I cool out my ship's enclave. Sit down on my bed that's made. I read out Jesus, glory of the black race. Till we hit the current throne, jubilated from the verdict. The Caribbean's awoken as a zip across the Atlantic. Known as the Ethiopian Ocean, I'm getting open. Five times a day, Quran prayers are spoken. I'm excited, not soaking. Not one ship broken. I feel like a falcon because I'm caught in the current of which my sailors spoken. Within a few weeks, I arrive in the Caribbean, trade with ancient settlements, black and Indian, and the Aztec city. Tenochtitlan, a city twice as large as any European 52 year kept so cold, like my side. Combined fame more than Obama, Jackson, and Mariah. And yes, there's written records of Abu Bakari, the second voyage of the sire. Mansa Musa brought to Egypt 4,500 miles. Now, years later, Dr. Surinam Aspire wrote they came before Columbus and they called him a liar. Theoretically, Columbus's discovery was just missed, and Dr. Surnima testified this before the U.S. Congress, destroying the myth that you could discover people that already exist. Proof of African contact and carvings of elephants, plants and transplants, metallurgical evidence, Native American tobacco found in Egyptian pharaoh's stomachs, and the very words that came forth from Columbus's lips that he saw black people in America when he arrived on his first trip. And if what I'm saying here is just making you flip, then you might as well take your cell phone and stomp it into the ground in front of your crib. Let someone come along 700 years from now and dig up the chip, pull up photos of you and your boys, your girls and your kids and then toss it aside and call it a myth and then say you wasn't there and that you didn't exist so what I just said got you shook in the zone then you standing alone cause there's 40,000 pound portraits with Africans features and tones in the vent of Mexico carved out of stone and a carbon dated dig in St. Thomas US Virgin Islands anthropologically known from Abu Bakari the second's time containing Africans bones Thank you for listening to the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast. If you like listening to this podcast, you can now support it by becoming a direct supporter of the weekly podcast. You can donate at the $4.99 level, and if you don't have as much money, you can support it for as little as $1 per month. Please click the link at the end of the description on my podcast on whatever platform you listen to it on. The link will take you to my anchor.fm podcast page, which is powered by Spotify. If you scroll down on my anchor.fm page, you will see a button which says support. Anyone who supports at the $9.99 level monthly, I will send you an autographed copy of my book, The Real Wakandas of Africa, Dr. John Henry Clark versus Herman Cain, if you email me. If you support me at the $9.99 level, you will need to email me the address that you want the book sent to at Martinez at gmail.com and I will send you an autographed copy of my book. Again, that email is Martinez at gmail.com M-A-U-R-I-C-E-M-I-L-E-S-M-A-R-T-I-N-E-Z at gmail.com, all one word. And I will send you an autographed copy of the book if you support me again at the $9.99 level. You can also pick a copy of my books up on Amazon, 
the real Wakandas of Africa, Dr. John Henry Clark versus Herman Cain, the Great Wall of Africa, the Empire of Benin's 10,000 mile long wall, and the real Vibranium of Africa, which is also under the name, the Wakandas, real Vibranium of Africa, by myself, Maurice Miles Martinez. I have some new books coming out soon, and I will keep you updated. Thank you again for listening to the Real Wakandas of Africa podcast, and I will speak with you next week.